0: Welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera, and I am your host, career coach, and job search ally. People strive to find career happiness, purpose, and satisfaction, and yet end up in a career path that does not align with their goals and overall purpose. If you are launching your career or ready for your next career move, this podcast will empower you to pave your path and take the action steps. To get you where you need to be, let's get started. Thank you for tuning in to episode four of the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I am your host. If you are a new listener, welcome. I hope that you are having a good week and that you are hanging in there. I know we are all just trying to make the best of these times and really adjust to our new reality. I know that for me, I try to maximize my weekends, although they feel much shorter nowadays. uh, I do try to maximize the weekends and and try to find time to relax and, you know, focus on self-care. Now, it was interesting, though, because on Friday night, uh, while my husband and I were catching up on some of our favorite TV shows, I'm sitting there and all I can think about was the next day, right? And so... My husband looks at me and and I'm like, I can't wait for tomorrow. And he's like, why? And I'm like, well, because I have these presentations. And so I work at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and I was asked to do a few sessions for a recruitment event for prospective students. And so this is an opportunity where I get to talk to students that may be undecided about their major and just exploring. And so here I get to talk about the types of resources we offer in our office and how we can help them explore career paths and majors. And I love doing that. So I was excited and looking forward to having to do those presentations. And I do find a lot of joy in in what I do and in the work that I do. And now, don't get me wrong, there are days that, you know, of course, I I struggle. And, you know, it's not like that every single day. But I will say that for the majority of the time, I do look forward to getting started and going to work and getting things done and working with students and doing presentations. Uh, I really enjoy that. And so being in in this role that I'm in, uh, you know, as a career coach, I want to really help people find that. And while there are people that do have that, there are a lot of people that are, you know, really striving to find that fit that career happiness and satisfaction. And I think we should all be able to to enjoy that. Um, You know, and what I have found working with clients is that, you know, a lot of people will go into the job search blindfolded and they apply to jobs aimlessly and they apply to hundreds of jobs and then they get calls for interviews for jobs that they don't actually really care about. And I've had people say like, oh, Liz, you know, I got this job interview, but I don't really care about the position. I don't know if I'll enjoy it. But now I feel bad uh, taking the job, you know, because sometimes, you know, they do get these job offers and they're like, now I feel bad. I don't want to turn it down. Uh, And if they do accept the position, then it ends up not being a good fit. So the job search process is already draining enough as it is. It takes up a lot of energy. And you really want to be intentional. And so a metaphor that I like to use, and I don't know if it's a good one, but I'm just going to throw it out there because this is the way that my brain works. It's like getting into a car and deciding that you want to take a road trip, Uh, but you have no GPS and no map, but you have a destination in mind, but you really don't know how you're going to get there. So what's going to happen is you're going to get lost and frustrated in that process, but... Having a GPS, while it's not 100% accurate, it still can provide direction and navigation to your destination. Some some alternate routes, right? But at least you have a compass to guide you in getting there. So in this case, that GPS is self reflection or using tools for assessment, uh, really thinking about your internal compass in figuring out. Your roadmap, right? So that is why I have titled this episode: Why knowing your personality type can help launch your job search. There are tools um, and assessments that can help with that process, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. So, what are most of us looking for? You know, when we're thinking about our next job or or career, um, we want to be in a position where we are going to be happy in our work setting, right? Uh, what I like to say is finding joy and purpose. Now, I'm not saying that there is a perfect job where you are going to love it 100% of the time. I, you know, I don't know if that actually exists. If that, that exists for you, kudos, that's awesome. But I know that that is, you know, that's, I don't like to think that you're gonna love something 100% of the time, but we wanna get close to that. Um, that's important. You know, we've we have all had those days where we do dread going to work, um, or the weekend feels so short. I think that I have that feeling. (laughs) I think the weekends feel shorter nowadays. Um, But I don't imagine dreading having to go to work every single day. I know that I've had those experiences early in my career. um, And I know that there are a lot of people that experience that, you know, that they're currently experiencing that, that, you know, they dread every single day, and they just don't want you know, want to head on over to work, or you know, nowadays I know we're working virtually, but uh, people dread uh, going, having to go to work. Um, I read somewhere recently that the average person actually spends more than ninety thousand hours in their lifetime at work. That is a long time, and it is a long time, especially if you are not finding joy, purpose, or satisfaction. Uh, so that is not that is not a good place to be. Um, But I like to believe that there are things out there for all of us. So going back to the job search, I'm not going to tell you how to find your passion or your dream job. I like to believe that we can find joy and satisfaction in various roles and industries. And it's really going to depend on where we are at in our lives. And there's so much to consider and to take into account. Um, This is why self-awareness and self-reflection is so important in the job search because we have the answers within. Um, We just have to create that space to think about, you know, what is right for us? What is right for you? You are the expert of you. So I've worked with a lot of people that, you know, they go into a field because of external pressures or societal expectations. People choose fields based on status, Job security, money, job title, um, and while that you know that may be something that you know people value, that's 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 important too. Um, that you know, there's more to it, and you know they may be actually interested in other things, and that may not be the top thing that will bring them purpose and joy. Um, and what happens when we listen to these external pressures or society expect societal expectations? Is that we essentially end up in careers um, that were meant for somebody else, right? Those people that are probably giving us advice, even though maybe it's well intended, uh, maybe it's not the right fit for us. So, you know, you really have to stop and think, you know, is this what I want or is it what others expect me to do? Um, I was talking to a really close friend of mine recently. And she's been in this position for a while now, and she, lo- you know, uh, and maybe I want to say she loves what she does. She she finds satisfaction. Um, she enjoys what she does, and you know she's been in her field for for a long time. And you know she's like it keeps me going. It it challenges me every day, and I'm good at it. And so she's been offered the opportunity to take on a leadership role. And of course, you know, I asked her, you know, why not? You're ready for the next move. You can obviously do it. And she said, yeah, I know I can do it, but I know that I will be unhappy and I know that it will not bring me that satisfaction and joy that I get from working, you know, from the ground level. And, you know, that's what I look forward to. I look forward to these types of challenges and and I'm still driven. I'm still motivated. And there's so much that I have yet to learn. And, you know, I commended her for that. And I said, you know, I think it's important to really be aware. And while, of course, many people will say like, wow, like you're ready for that promotion for the next move. For her, it's just not the right moment. And I respect that. And, and I respect her for for being self-aware and saying, you know, that's this is not the right path for me. Um, and I think that that's very important. Um, so I will say, you know, the beautiful thing about building and paving your career is trial and error. You know, you do have to explore and figure out what, you know, what you like, what you don't like. You know, at the beginning at the beginning of my career, I was always drawn to education. But I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Like I had no idea where I was going to end up. Um, I majored in Spanish. That's my undergraduate degree. And a lot of people told me, well Liz, you're gonna be a translator. And I'm like, I don't know if I would like that, uh, but I'm like, okay, I'll keep that in the back of my mind. So I just kind of followed what I liked. And education, again, was a, was an interesting area for me. So one summer I tried, you know, I was a, a summer camp counselor. And I quickly learned that I do not want to work with elementary school age children. Um, they're wonderful. They're cute. Uh, but it's just not a fit for me. And as I started gaining more experience in the field of education, uh, I had the opportunity to work with high school students, and I love those interactions. And then later on, I discovered the field of career development, which I didn't even know that existed, um, but I, I knew that, you know, that's what I loved, and, and I, you know, I don't know, it's a right fit for me. So every single career and position that I have held has really given me more career clarity and has helped me solidify my purpose. Uh, and this is where I have found the most career satisfaction. But I will say that this is an ongoing process. Even for me, as a career coach, I'm constantly self-reflecting. Uh, so, no matter where you are in the point of your career, so if you are a recent college grad, or you're an established professional looking for a career change, um, and you're ready for you know to launch your job search, we always have to start with self-assessment, self-evaluation. So as you jumpstart your job search, I always tell people, this is where you gotta start. What are your interests? Think about your strengths, your skills, your values. When you consider all of these things, you will have a higher likelihood to find a career or a role that speaks true to who you are. And in turn, you will find career satisfaction. Now, if you are an established professional, the nice thing about that is that you can look back at your previous experiences and determine what roles you really enjoyed, where did you thrive, what are some characteristics of some of the things that you enjoy doing, and where do you wanna continue you know, using those in future careers or jobs or roles? And then I also want you to think about the things that you did not like, right? So now you're like, all right, now moving forward, I need to. I know that I do not thrive in these types of environments. I don't work well in these types of, you know, structures or whatever the case may be. We can, we are more informed when we have experience, right? Um, so that's the benefit of, of having some some you know work experience. Um, so again, you have to consider a variety of things. So self reflection when thinking about. Um, launching your career uh, or uh, making a career pivot. So today, I want I want to focus on personality. So this is just one piece. This is one aspect. Understanding your personality traits, your natural tendencies, um, and lifestyle preferences can really serve as that compass uh, to help you, you know, dive into your job search. So according to American psychology uh, psychologist uh, Dr. John Holland's theory. Uh, a person will most likely find job satisfaction if there is a fit between their personality type and work environment. I find that super fascinating, and that's why I want to talk about this today. And we use this a lot with our uh, undergraduate college uh, students. So Holland's theory presents six personality types, okay? And uh, he suggests that we are drawn to a combination of two or more, which are the Holland Codes, um, so it is. Um, so the six personality types are realistic, investigative, artistic, social, enterprising, and conventional. They're also known as RIASEC. Um, before I move on, I do want to emphasize that while I recommend the use of assessments for self-discovery and awareness, these are only tools. Okay, it's not a magic bullet. We are very complex individuals and people. And there is not one assessment that can tell you what is the perfect job for you. So I've had people reach out, and, you know, ask me, Liz, do you have any, you know, tests or assessments? And they're not tests, uh, or any assessments that I can take that will tell me what's my perfect job. If I had that, I'd be a millionaire. Um, no, there is nothing like that. But assessments can really be helpful in providing guidance, um, and and they're good for starting points. All right. So I just want to make that clear, that this is only a tool to help facilitate conversation um, and, again, a starting point in your career exploration uh, journey. All right, so going back to Ryasek, I'm going to go ahead and describe each personality type, all right? And while I go through each of these descriptions, I want you to think which ones resonate with you the most. So you might want to think of your top two or three. So I'm going to go ahead and, again, go into the each of the descriptions and think, yeah, that sounds like me, or uh-uh, that's, <laughs> that's not me at all. So the first one, we'll start with realistic. So people who fall under the realistic uh, category are described as doers. So these people are drawn to working with things rather than people. They like to work with their hands. Um, they're problem solvers. They like to repair, assemble things, being outdoors. So they're typically described as practical, handy, physically strong. So some careers that would come to mind would be an auto mechanic, an engineer, a computer technician, an architect, a medical technician. These are just to name a few, all right? So that's realistic. So the next would be investigative. Um, Investigative types are typically described as thinkers. So they enjoy having an analytical approach to work and they're drawn to math and science. So they find joy in conducting research and doing experiments. So some careers that would come to mind uh, would be a statistician, data analyst, a medical researcher, a business analyst, Um, and then we have artistic. Artistic types are uh, described as creators. So they're self-expressive, creative, innovative. Their interests can come in the form of visual arts and design, music, music culinary arts, uh, writing. Um, They tend to be free spirits uh, who steer steer clear of mundane tasks or structure. So some career ideas would be like an art director, a graphic designer, a brand manager, a freelance writer. Then we have our social. So these people are described as the helpers, right? So they're caring, they're patient, friendly, empathetic. They want to work with people. Um, they have a strong personal value system, and you know they typically find joy in volunteering for causes that that they care about and that help that help people. So career counselor would probably fall under this. A uh, school teacher, medical assistant, a mental health counselor, a social worker, um, just to name a few. Then we have enterprising. Enterprising types can be described as persuaders. So these people like to persuade and lead. They can be described as ambitious, competitive, they're risk takers, they're witty. Um, They may enjoy uh, managing people and projects and, and leading groups. So some career ideas would be a customer service representative, a banker, branch manager, an entrepreneur, a real estate agent. And then last but not least, we have conventional. So these people are described as organizers. Uh, They're drawn to activities like um, anything that requires structure, attention to detail, accuracy, efficiency, and they like to have uh, clear procedures, right? So they may be described as systematic, practical. They enjoy managing an office, keeping records, collecting and managing data. So some ideas of careers that would come to mind are um, an accountant Financial analyst, uh, tax preparer, office manager, uh, insurance agent—just um, to name a few, right? So, can you think of maybe two or three areas that speak to you? Uh, I know when I when I first um, learned about this tool, I immediately gravitated towards social, of course. Um, If you want to explore this a little bit further, there is a free online assessment. It's called My Next Move, and it's uh, www.mynextmove.org. I will put this in the show notes uh, for your reference. But when you take this assessment, it'll actually generate a list of occupations um, that can give you a good start to, you know, a good place to start that these are occupations that may be a good fit for you. Based on your interest and your personality. So, once you take this assessment, and it's like five to ten minutes, it's very quick. Um, once you have that list, I recommend then going to ONET. So that's uh, www.onetonline.org. And when you go on this website, you can browse the advanced search feature and then you're going to click on interest. And then you can plug in your uh, top two Holland codes. So just the, you know, the Ryasek that we just went through. So the top two codes that you get, and then this will generate a longer list of occupations. Again, this is a great way to start in figuring out, you know, what's out there and what may be a good fit for you based on your interest and personality. I like using this tool for a number of reasons. So one, When you click on an occupation of interest, it's going to give you a listing of, you know, what kind of tasks, abilities, knowledge, education. So it gives you a lot of details about the occupation. But for job seekers, the way that I like to use it is that at the top, it gives you ideas for similar titles. So have you ever been in that situation where you're on the job hunt and you're like, all right, I don't even know what job title to search? So, if you know that you want to work in the area of you know professional development or human resources, it'll give you a list of similar titles that you can use as keywords for your job search. So this is a great way again to kind of get some of those ideas because I know that there are so many job titles out there that you're like, "Well, how do I even start with this?" So, this is a great way to do that. Um, so again, I, I like to tie this with with examples, and of course, I'm gonna use myself as an example here. so, My top two quotes are social and artistic. So my list, I get this long list and I get things like hairdresser, cosmetologist. Now, even if I were an undergraduate student, like let's say it's my freshman year and I'm looking at this list, I would know that that is not something that I would want to do. It's not for me. But I get things like, you know, adult uh, education, career technical education teacher, elementary school teacher. Now, I already shared my example. Thankfully, I was able to be a camp counselor, so I know that I would weed that out. That's why gaining experience in different areas and dabbling is super important because then you can weed these things out. But obviously, education is something that's really coming through uh, for me in this this listings of, of occupations. And then there's training and development specialists. That's something I would have never thought about, and I'm always curious about that, so I'll click on that and just see what that actually entails. So that is one strategy that I would recommend looking into as you're exploring uh, career options for yourself. And it really narrows down uh, to your your interests. Other things that you can consider um, as you're exploring careers are industries, right? And there are a lot of different industries you can go into. So I'll give you an example. like I, I mentioned like human resources. You can be human resources, you can work in human resources in pretty much any industry. But where are you, what are you more inclined to do? What's interesting to you? So the U.S. Department of Education has a list of 16 different career clusters, um, you know, industries that you can, you can Google. Uh, but I'll just name a few. So, you know, architecture and construction, business management, education and training, finance, government, health science, uh, human services, information technology, right now that's a, a, you know, a, a huge area. Um, so you want to really think about that too, right? Like what industry you are curious about or that you might want to consider that maybe you hadn't thought about before. So these are things that definitely will come into play as you are considering career options. Another tool, and again, I'm going to share all these tools with you. I, I have mentioned before, you know, in my podcast introduction that I want to share tools and ideas for action. So this episode is definitely focused on that. Um, There is a career cluster map. And it's really cool because here's this, you know, this map. I'm a visual person. You'll see it. And under each Holland code, so let's say you are investigative, artistic, um, or whatever the case. Under that code, it actually gives you some ideas for um, clusters. So again, for me, I'm social, so under mine in, in that map, I get um, industries such as education and training, health sciences or health science and human services, which makes sense. Again, these are only starting points. So don't limit yourself because, like, if I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, I wanna, I wanna, I'm curious about marketing, you know, I can definitely move to that space, right? So don't limit yourself. These are just some ideas to get started. Um, you you know this really does help in being more intentional in your job search. Um, one thing as a career coach, and, and I'm sure that you get this advice from other you know mentors or career coaches, career professionals, um, informational interviews. So let's say you've done this initial uh, exploration. You know it's one thing reading about something or watching videos, and it's another thing to actually get insight from someone actually doing this. Field, right? That they're in it. So I always recommend conducting informational interviews and, you know, just talking to someone 20 to 30 minutes and learn about what their day to day looks like. What is a typical day? What are some of the challenges? A lot of times people go into occupations or careers or job titles because, you know, they sound fancy or glamorous. And then they talk to someone in the field and they're like, you know, this is a lot of work. Um, This takes, you know, this is a 60 hour a week job. Uh, So, you know, really being aware of that. And this is where values come into play. And I'll talk about values in another episode. But that's also going to be extremely important uh, in determining, you know, what what is your your best your best next move. And that is also an ongoing uh, process. But talking to people can really be super helpful in figuring out what may be a good fit uh, for you. So there are a lot of great online free online tools like 16 personalities if you're into this sort of thing um, to give you more ideas. Um, one assessment that that I would also recommend and and this one does uh, this one does have a, a fee. Uh, it's the um, the strong interest inventory. So let's say you take the uh, my next move and you're like, okay, this is pretty good. I, I want to know more. So strong interest inventory is a more in-depth assessment. This one helps you identify your work personality uh, by exploring interests and ideas for occupations. And it's definitely more in depth, more specific. Um, This one does require a certified practitioner to help you really decipher and interpret your results. Um, So if you have any questions about that assessment in particular, you can email me. Uh, my, My contact information is... LizCareerCoaching at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to answer any questions about that assessment. I am certified to administer that assessment. So if you're interested, again, you know, feel free to to reach out. Um, I'd love to hear from you. All right. So some of uh, today's takeaways, Um, you know, before launching your job search, it is super important to self-reflect and learn more about what interests you. Um, You will find career satisfaction in more than one area. Um, Self-reflection is an ongoing process regardless of where you are in your career. It is ongoing. Uh, Really knowing yourself can be very empowering in choosing a role that is right for you. So I hope that those were some of the key takeaways for you today. Um, I know we covered a lot and I will say, you know, in all of my, my job search guides and tools, I always talk about self-assessment. So I really wanted to, to uh, take a deeper dive today and, and just you know explore one facet of it, which is personality. Um, so I hope that you found this helpful uh, and, and that you are able to take advantage of some of the tools and resources that I shared. Um, and again, I will include those in the show notes. Um, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I would encourage you to do so. I love to connect with people. Um, You're also welcome to uh, visit my website at LizCareerCoaching.net. I have some job search tools on there. I I just referenced um, a guide um, that I just worked on that I'm going to upload. So you will be able to have access to that as well. All right. Again, I would love to hear from you. If you have any topics that you would like for me to cover that you're interested in, and you're listening to this podcast. Well, obviously, I would love to, uh, to you know, to provide and share resources that are applicable to you. Shoot me an email. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I'd love to hear from you. All right. So that was a lot. <laughs> um, thank you again uh, for going along with me on this journey uh, and for allowing me to take part in your journey. Um, remember, you are the expert of you. Uh, Until next time, this is Liz, your career coach and job search ally.